And, you know, I suppose with Leighton on holiday at the moment, you can say we've had a bit of a break from uh, someone who actually gets down and says that resilience is something that a lot of people in modern New Zealand lack. So I, not for me to even try to be Leighton, but maybe it should fall to me to hand out some resilience calls, a little bit of harden up snowflake and stop moaning sort of stuff. So here we go. Firstly, the Shortland Street Down Syndrome uh, plotline stoush, where supporters of Down Syndrome children are upset, uh, particularly with the distressed mother character, who in a moment of fear and emotion wails about the possibility of having a munted child. Now, look, it, it's confronting for sure, but it is the reality. It's absolutely part of the process and the thinking that happens when you first learn that the child you've been wanting so much may have an issue to deal with. If they were to depict the situation as, oh, look, you're going to have a Down syndrome child, yay, goody, as a happy, uplifting experience, and if they were to block any discussion of the possibility of abortion, I think that would do a worse disservice to people trying to understand the issues, trying to understand what parents go through. Ask any parent who discovers an in utero defect in their kid, and they'll tell you, if they're being honest with you, that dealing with the initial anger is part of the process. Often they do it in private with their partner, but it's certainly part of the process, and we've got a window to it. I do know of one couple uh, from way back in my life where the mother, I know when found out, her partner told me she railed about her deformed child to be, and why her, etc. very much like the woman on Shortland Street. But she found the will to carry on. The child was born, the child was loved. Uh, that child will be now in uh, its 20s. This is an ongoing plot line as part of a television series, and we will wait to see where these fictional parents go with the process. By the way, the argument that soap operas are just television, they're not just television. That's why they're so wildly popular. They, in fact, are life writ large, and why the best plot lines in soap operas are mired in the messiness of real life and real emotion, like someone so upset that they might have a munted child. Let's hope that character finds the strength to carry on. But hello, having a bit of a wah-wah about it. Now, on the uh, Ferrari of Winston Peters saying, kick fatty out about Jerry Barnley in the house yesterday. Well, you know, it deserves a bit of a tut-tut for the acting prime minister to use such language in the house. But to get all up in arms about sizeless language is, is just a little rich. You know, because Winston and Jerry are grown-up people who are more than capable of sorting things out amongst themselves uh, if Jerry took any offence. Meanwhile, Peter Goodfellow's, you know, getting stuck into Winston for his clothing and his smoking and his whiskey drinking. Hello, it's what they do, they're kids. It's not on to call a fatty fatty if you don't know the fatty. But actually, it's none of our business if someone calls someone they know well fatty, and that's what happened with Winston Peters. So hard enough. Stop complaining. And here's one more point on resilience. Yesterday, we were talking about the woes of the construction industry, and there was considerable moaning about the growing health and safety industry and its imposts and its costs and how it's killing the business. And I asked the question whether it's any worse or better in other countries as they mostly appear to have better work safety records than New Zealand. Well, I've had a number of replies overnight uh, on the email, and they all say pretty much the same thing. They say, wait for this, New Zealand, it's more stringent overseas. 
One writer said that we're about five years behind Australia and that if you're doing a contract for an Australian state organisation, it's really strict. And, he, and I'm going to quote from this, this one as well. He said, almost every site you walk on in Auckland would almost certainly be shut down if we were in Australia. But, you know, we have a very vocal sector of the society who moan. A lot of them are quite well off too. Harden up. Deal with the health and safety issue. Reject, of course, the mag claims. But stop moaning because it's not going to kill you, unlike the accidents that killed 40 people at work last year.